Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Let us say, thank you, Jesus. For loving me first. Amen. Jesus came into the world and he was willing to go to the cross. He went to the whipping post. He was really whipped so that we can be healed. He went to the cross to receive our sickness and disease and our sin and death and curses so that we can have salvation, righteousness, and life. This is why we love him so much and we want to live our life for him. He came to save us. Salvation is not just about not going to hell, but salvation covers every part of our life. Physical part, emotional part, the emotional, spiritual, financial, relationship, every part of our life can be saved by the power at the cross the power of his blood, and in his name. We think about Christmas this weekend because the 24th is coming. Therefore, we want to talk about the Lord Jesus Christ who was born in Christmas. Luke chapter 2, verses 10 to 11. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. The Bible talks about the good news. They talk about the joy. When we hear the good news, we rejoice. We are happy. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. The birth of Jesus Christ it's the good news for us. It's a good tiding. So we want to talk about the good news today. We want to talk about what Jesus can do for us. In Luke chapter 2, verse 14, Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace, goodwill toward men. Jesus came to give us peace, the peace that the world cannot understand. He said that, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world give do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Jesus came to give us wonderful things. He is a good God. And he came down into the world in order to show who God is, in order to demonstrate how God loves us and how we should live a life as a human being on earth, as a child of the living God. And not only that, he came to perform miracles and salvation and deliverance and healing for all of us. He is a good God. One day, he went to the synagogue and he opened the book of Isaiah, which was the prophecy concerning his coming, the first coming. So I'd like to read that scripture for you. Luke chapter 4, 14 to 19. 
Then Jesus returned to the, in the power of the Spirit to Galilee, and news of him went out through all the surrounding region, and he taught in the synagogues, being glorified by all. So he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day, and stood up to read, and he was handed the book. Of the prophet Isaiah, and when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, "The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor; He has sent me to heal the broken-hearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind." And to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. This is the message that the Lord Jesus read from the book of Isaiah. He came to preach the good news. The gospel is the good news. The spirit of the Lord was on him, and he came to set us free from oppression, from the work of the enemy. From sickness and disease, and from curses, when Jesus shows up, good things shall happen. When Jesus show up in your life, good things will happen to you. When Jesus show up in your home, good things will happen there. Miracles will happen. Wonderful things will happen. He came to meet our need. He came to forgive our sin. And give us new life, super abundant life. I don't know about you. I want to receive from God blessing, strength, anointing, wisdom, love, faith, victory, breakthroughs, good breaks, healing, divine health, victory, and strength, and all kinds of good things from heaven. And those things came to me. And to you, through Jesus Christ, that's why we need to walk with Jesus and invite Jesus to be in our life, and to be in our home, and in our church. And the good news is that we can rejoice because we receive the blessing from Him. Do you notice one thing? This world is full of bad news. Bad news all the time. The pandemic, the COVID-19, people were losing jobs. People got into financial trouble. People got sick and died. Economy got affected by the pandemic. Bad news, bad news, bad news all the time. I don't want to listen to bad news. I want to listen to the good news. And the good news came through Jesus Christ. He want to give us the good news. He want to set us free. He want to bless us. Why? The economy in the world is going downhill, but we're going up. He can provide for us. He can help us, and he's coming back again. As Christians, we have the good news to tell people. We don't want to talk about the bad news in the church. We want to talk about Jesus and the good news. A lot of Christians are confused between the Old Testament or the Old Covenant and the New Covenant. And they mix them together to produce their own covenant. 
In their own covenant, they say that God condemned me. God want to spank me. God want to really hurt me. They misunderstand God. Actually, God is full of grace and mercy and forgiveness. Jesus came to give us grace and truth, and we can have the good news. He has forgiven our sin when we repent and turn to Him, and He can turn our situation around, take us out from the pit, and take us to the higher level. He can take us out from poverty and give us the financial blessing. He can take us out from sickness and curses and disease, and He can heal our sickness, and we can live in a divine health. He gave us the good news. The good news is the same like 2,000 years ago as today, because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He has not changed at all. We still have the same good news that Peter and Paul preach. The good news come from the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord loves us so much. The Lord is a good God, and He wants to bless us. He wants to give us the super abundant life. When Jesus show up in your life, the atmosphere in your life and your home will be changed. I remember I watched that Jesus movie in 1981. At that time, I was a sinner. And I really cursed God. After I watched that movie, I bowed down and received Jesus into my heart. Jesus came into my life, and I felt that the burden on my shoulder was lifted up. I really have a hard time in my relationship with Pastor Dow. We were newly wedded, and we quarrel all the time. After Jesus came into our home, peace came into our house. We can get along better. We can understand each other more. The atmosphere in our home was changed by the presence of Jesus Christ. And when Jesus show up, the devil, demons, sicknesses, diseases, poverty, and curses have to run away through the back door. They cannot be around Jesus. Since Jesus come into my life, all these things disappear from my life one by one. Chronic sickness, curses, poverty, sadness, pessimism, the bad thinking—all these things began to leave my life, my mind, and my home, and I began to live a super abundant life. In the book of John, chapter 10, verse 10, talk about why did Jesus come? The thief does not come except to steal, and to kill, and to destroy. I have come that they may have life, and that they may have it more abundantly. Not just lacking, not just have enough, but more than enough. More than, more than, more than enough. Jesus came to give us more than enough life, super abundant life. First John chapter three verse eight. He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Jesus came to give a superabundant life. Jesus came so that he can destroy the work of the devil in our life. The devil wants to kill, to steal, and to destroy. I'm going to stand on this promise of God. Stand on this truth. Whatever is not of God in my life, not of heaven, anything of hell in me, 
I command it to go away, and I believe the power of Jesus Christ can set me free from those things in my life because Jesus came to destroy the power of Satan. But it's a matter of your faith. It's a matter of how much you know what Jesus can do for you. The problem is that many Christians don't even know why Jesus came into the world. And what Jesus can do for you in your life is so wonderful to know. So in this series of teaching, The Good News, I'm going to talk about what happened to you when Jesus showed up and what you can expect and what you can receive from God when Jesus showed up in your life. Jesus can show up in your life in different ways. The first one is that when you bow down and say, Jesus, I'm a sinner. I repent of my sin. Could you please come into my life and sit on the throne of my life? From today on, I am the temple of your spirit and you live in me. That's one way that Jesus show up in your life, by inviting him to come in. Another way that Jesus show up among us is when we get together. When we come together, the, the Bible say in the book of Matthew, he say, For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. This is why I want to fight with this pandemic thing that closed the church down. We need to come together in the name of Jesus. And when we come together, Jesus show up and wonderful things will happen. Two Fridays ago, at the office, I began to have some kind of running nose and the allergy. I have sneezing and running nose from allergy. And maybe from the mask, I don't know. I put a new mask on, maybe I have reaction to the mask. So I came to the care group on Friday night, and two or three or more, that night we have maybe 20 people show up. We worship God, we talk about Jesus. Jesus show up, suddenly the running nose stopped. The allergy was gone, suddenly, in the presence of Jesus Christ. I went home, symptom-free, because... We gather together in the name of Jesus. Jesus show up. Jesus show up when you cry out to him and ask him to visit you. Jesus show up when you get lay hand on and he come and lay hand on you and he touch you. Jesus can show up anywhere. One time I was in Malaysia in a hotel and I did not want to bother another pastor who was sleeping in the same hotel room with me. We went to the pastoral meeting in Malaysia. And I could not sleep because I had jet lag. So I went to pray. What did I do? I went into the restroom, closed the door, and began to pray in the restroom because I don't want to wake up another pastor. Suddenly, Jesus showed up. He came into the restroom and touched me, and I got, started to get drunk in the Holy Spirit. I laughed and speak in tongue, and I was on the floor in the restroom for an hour, filled with the Holy Spirit, filled with the presence of Jesus Christ. Can Jesus show up in the restroom? Yes. Actually, my mom got saved many years ago before she passed to be with Jesus. And somebody rolled her wheelchair in the restroom in our old church in Mercer Island. And she went in there. Jesus showed up. God touched her. She spoke in tongue in the restroom and laughed in the Holy Spirit in the restroom. Jesus touched her and really built her up and her faith rise up. And she became a very strong Christian within only a few months because Jesus showed up in her life. 
Acts chapter 10, verse 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good, healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. When Jesus showed up, he can set you free. He will do good to you. He is a good God, and he can set you free from the oppression and the attack of the devil. This is the good news. Is it right? God is good. We receive the good news, and we want to tell people the good news. And people will experience the good news of the Lord. And when we receive the good news, we are so full of joy. We smile and happy. I noticed one thing. When you have faith, you have joy. Because the joy of faith in the Bible. The Bible talks about the joy of faith. You believe in the good news, you smile, you laugh all the time. But the spirit of religion will come into your church and try to oppress people, to be sad, to be so serious, to be negative, and to be full of the wrong emotion, like criticism, sadness, anger, or bitterness. But no, we want to be filled with the presence of Jesus. You notice that when Jesus touched people 2,000 years ago, they got up from the wheelchair or from the floor and they danced and leaped and ran around because we were so happy. No one met Jesus and cried and sad. No, everyone who met Jesus was happy and laughed and be happy. Can I hear the laughter in this church? Oh, why so quiet? Are you happy? Are you rejoicing? When you know Jesus, you should rejoice every day. You should be able to laugh every day. How many people want to look young when you get older? Raise your hand up. Like Pastor Da. She looked like 18. If you want to look young when you get older, you need to be joyful people. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs, chapter 15, verse 13, a merry heart makes a cheerful countenance. When you laugh, when you are full of joy, the medical research find out that your immune system will be so strong, it's hard for you to get sick. Your immune system is strong that COVID-19 cannot touch you, cannot do anything to you. And a strong immune system will kill all the cancer in your body. So you're going to live a long life and you're going to look younger than age. Because you're full of joy. This is why Christianity, knowing Jesus, have faith in Jesus, really impact your emotion, impact your immune system, impact your life in a big time. I want to see the members of New Hope International Church are joyful people, not sad people. Amen? Not depressed people. No matter what happened, ha, ha, ha. Ho, ho, ho. Don't be sad. You have faith that God can... Correct the problem for you? You have faith that God can help your daughter? If you have faith, you say, ha, ha, ha. You're not depressed. Amen? When Jesus shows up, some good things are going to happen in your life. And you can shout from the rooftop, God, you help me. God is my Savior. He's a great God. He has a good news for me. When you're touched by God, when you really encounter God, encounter the mercy and the grace of Jesus Christ. 
your emotion will be so full of joy and happiness because you know that he is the answer to every single part of your life. When we become a Christian, we believe Jesus by our spirit. But when we really believe, that faith will impact our emotion. Nothing wrong to have emotion, but good emotion. This is what Paul say in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 4. And my language and my message will not set forth in persuasive, enticing and plausible words of wisdom. But they were in demonstration of the Holy Spirit and power, approved by the Spirit and power of God, operating on me and stirring in the mind of my hearers. The most holy emotion and thus persuading them. When your spirit believes in the gospel, in the good news, believe in the power and the goodness of Jesus Christ, it will impact your mind, and eventually it will impact your emotion. Pastor Da can be a witness. Before I became a Christian, all of my pictures in the album, before I was born again, all of the pictures, I look so serious. I look very deep down, pessimistic, sad, critical. You can come to my home one day and look at my old picture when I was a teenager and young man. But after I became a Christian, all of my pictures, I look happy, smiling. I have peace in my heart. I'm happy because Jesus is in me and he gives me victory. So in this teaching, we're going to talk about miracles shall happen when Jesus shows up in your life. When Jesus shows up in your home shows up in your business. In the book of John, chapter 2, we read the story of a wedding feast at the Cana of Galilee. The feast at that time, they distribute wine. But at one point, in the middle of the party, the wine ran out. And Mary, the mother of Jesus, came to Jesus and said, Jesus, you need to do something. Actually, if you don't know the meaning, you need to do something. But Jesus did. Jesus said, bring all that container, that big jar. Pour the water in there, fill them up. And after they did what he said, they obey him. They pour the water, the clean water into the jars. After that, he said, okay, take the jar and distribute this water in that. And the host of the wedding ceremony. Pull the water up and drink. Wow! This is the best wine! Why the best wine came out later on? And they all can drink wine that night. They all can experience the provision of Jesus Christ. That was the first miracle that Jesus performed while he was walking on earth. John chapter 2 verse 11 this beginning of signs Jesus did in Cana of Galilee and manifested his glory and his disciples believed in him. He changed water into wine. He can change your bitter life into happy life. He can provide for you. He can bring whatever you need in your life. 
I thank God. He loved you and me so much. He loved us so much, and He cared for even little thing, the least important thing that other people think. Why you have to pray for that? The smallest thing in your life, He can provide. Amen. God is such a good God. He can provide for you. Every time I drive into shopping mall with Pasada, I pray, Lord, I need a parking spot close to the door. And every time the parking spot open up close to the door, little thing, parking space. He is our provider. Amen. Praise the Lord. God knows what you need, even big thing too. Pastor Da, she had a dream that one day she can have. Pastor Da, feel uncomfortable now. That she gonna wear the special yellow stone on her wrist, but she did not want to spend money to buy it because she didn't care much about material anyway. Pastor Da is not a materialistic person at all, she, but she loved to have the yellow stone on her wrist here. Can you imagine? I went to Cambodia, the third world country. I walk into the hotel, and somebody handed me a bag. Can you give this to your wife? Okay, what is that? So I take it up to the hotel, open it up. Bunch of stone and jewelry, a lot, and one of them yellow stone. And the person who gave to her was a pastor. And she said that I cannot wear this in Cambodia because I can be in trouble. So I give all of them to your wife. God meets our need. She wants that stone, and God meet her needs. Amen. God can do anything. When I finished my training and moved to east part of Thailand, at that small city, there were about a hundred doctors. Every single block, they have about three clinics. At that time, my salary was only two hundred dollars a month as an employee of the government. So after work, I have to go to the clinic to see my private patient to make some more money to feed my family. And all the doctors in the hospital shake their head and say, "You will not make it. We all have our established patient here. We're busy. No one going to go to see you. A young doctor, a neurosurgeon. You cannot even treat a cold." You cannot even treat a heart problem. You're just a neurosurgeon. You will not have patience, and they all say like that. But I was thinking, God is my provider. Jesus can change water into wine. He can change the situation in that city, and He can provide for me. What happened? Within three months, my clinic was packed. I could not even go home at 10 p.m. People still line up to see me. Even though I'm a neurosurgeon, I'm not a internist or internal medicine doctor. But people just flood into my clinic, and I make so much money. God is provider. God is so good. Amen. He is so good. Even though the situation look impossible, but for God, all things are possible. When I first moved to America with a green card, I went to University of Washington. And say that I want to be trained here. They say that you can, but no salary. You have to work for free. Okay, at least I get in. I have no salary at all, zero salary. I use my saving from Thailand. Pastor Dan, I just have one child, Tanida. 
I went there and I believe Jesus can change water into wine. He's going to provide for me, even though I could not speak English very well. My accent pretty bad at that time. This is much better than at that time. <laughs> Still bad though, compared to American people. My accent. And I did not know much about American culture. So I went in, worked for free, zero salary. But God is a provider. He meet my needs. After a few months later, something happened in Seattle that they need to move one neurosurgeon to the children's hospital. And the position at veteran hospital opened up. And my boss turned to me and said, I'm glad I have you here as extra man. Why don't you move to work at veteran hospital? And by the way, I give you salary as well. Praise God. And after that, I never lack anything. God provide for me and pass it down. And this happened in our church. You know, I received only last week alone, last week alone, I received 19 video testimony from California, from Thailand, from all over the place about the miracles that happen in the church. Right now in Thailand, there's a really bad economy because the country has shut down since March. People who fly there have to stay in hotel quarantine for 14 days. The business shut down, everything bad. But all this testimony come in. Wow, I become a Christian now and now God bless my business. I can sell this and God give me business here and there. God bless them. God meet their need. It's amazing. In the time of pandemic, the people in the church still have a lot of income. Supernaturally. Amen. Our God is a great God. And He can meet your need supernaturally. Nothing can stop Him. COVID-19 cannot stop Him from providing His people. So that is the first one. He shall meet your need. Let me read another one and continue next time. Mark chapter 4. It's good to read about Jesus so you know what He can do for you in the 21st century. Mark chapter 4, 35 to 41. On the same day, when evening had come, he said to them, let us cross over to the other side. Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. And other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the wave beat into the boat. So it was already filling. The boat going to sink soon because the water filled up the boat. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. And as they awoke him, said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose, rebuked the wind, and said to the sea, Peace be still. He just said three words. Peace be still. He didn't pray long. Just short prayer. Just short command. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. But he said to them, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? Do you know that faith is opposite to fear? When you allow fear to control you, the storm in your life will keep hitting you. But when you have faith, you deny fear. You can see the miracles. Amen? How many people want to see miracles? What 
kind of life you need to walk. The faith walk. I feel so bad for many Christians nowadays that they're so afraid of COVID-19 so much. Don't take me wrong. We still need to wear masks. We need to wash my, our hands. We need to practice social distancing because that is a scientific principle. Wearing masks to protect yourself. But we should not be afraid of COVID-19 at all. If we are afraid of them, it means that we are not in faith. We should be full of faith. And Jesus rebuked them. Hey, guy, don't live in fear. And they fear exceedingly and said to one another, who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? When Jesus shows up in your life, he can calm the storm of your life. I believe that all of us face storm of life off and on. Maybe relationship problems, maybe parenting problem, maybe job, maybe a lawsuit. Somebody tried to sue you. Or maybe the real storm come. I remember one time I flew to Tokyo, Japan, and I have weekend, the Saturday, Sunday, to preach the gospel to the Japanese. But when I arrived that night, got into the hotel, suddenly the snowstorm came to Tokyo. And the news say that this snowstorm is going to stay the whole weekend. And all the transportation, the bus and the train shut down. They cannot run because of the snowstorm. I was sitting in the little hotel room and think, wow, I spend my money. I spend my time to be here. I don't want to be stuck in the hotel. Then God talked to me. You remember? I calm the storm. I said, yes, that's right. Jesus is in me. So I walked to the little window of the hotel in Tokyo. I looked through the window and saw the snow coming down. And I say, I am the disciple of Jesus Christ. And I have authority. Stop. I will preach the gospel on Saturday, Sunday. You must stop. In Jesus' name. Then I went to bed. I woke up next morning. The sky looked blue. The snow stopped. The transportation came back. I was able to go to church. I was able to preach the gospel. The storm calmed down because of Jesus. Whatever storm comes into your life, you need to remember this. Jesus in you can calm the storm for you. You may hear the bad news. Incurable disease, deadly disease, whatever. Those storms in your life can be stopped by the power of the name of Jesus Christ. One time, wow, my heartbeat was so strong that day. I saw a patient, 47, I never forgot this story at all. It's so memorable to me. I met a 47-year-old American lady in the emergency room at Overlake Hospital. She Rode the bicycle, she fell down, hit her head on the pavement, and she cracked the skull, and the vessel in the skull broke and bleed, have a clot outside the brain and push on the brain. When she came to the hospital, she became coma. She was dying. So at 2 a.m., I have to hurry her to the operating room, open the skull, suck out the clot, and when the last piece of clot came out, suddenly it's like somebody turned on 
the faucet, the blood shoot out on my face, come out from that artery that broke on the covering of her brain. Deep inside, I could not see, and I was sitting alone by myself, no assistant. Normally, surgery have one surgeon and assistant, the physician assistant, or another surgeon help one another because you need four hands to perform surgery, not just two. But because 2 a.m., I cannot have another two hands. Blood came out, and I was thinking, oh, if I cannot stop this, she's going to die in 15 minutes. She's going to lose her blood so quick because it's gushing out, gushing out so fast from that vessel. I used one hand to suck the blood and try to find the, the bleeding, but I could not find it because the blood just all over the place. And I don't have another two hands to help me. At that point, I remember Jesus stopped the storm on the boat. So what I did, Jesus, I shout in the operating room and all the nurse look at me. The neurosurgeon shout Jesus. Jesus, help me. I don't want her to die. Right after I shout that, the bleeding stopped supernaturally. In one second, done. No more bleeding. Jesus stopped that bleeding, that storm for me. My brother and sister, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Therefore, he can still calm the storm of your life. We all face storm in life, believe me. Different kind of things. Maybe lawsuit, maybe divorce, maybe your children got into trouble or something. But you trust Jesus. You say, Jesus, you are in my house. Jesus, you are the God who calms the storm for me. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to depend on you. I'm going to give this battle to you. You're going to fight this battle for me. You're going to give me victory. You are my commander. You can pull down the wall of Jericho. You can split the Red Sea. You can do anything. Jesus, I trust you. You announce it. You declare it. You speak victory to yourself. And be, trust Jesus Christ. And you're going to see victory. The storm will be calm in your life. Amen? So we learned two things today. Actually, there's so many things. When Jesus shows up, what can happen? I can continue to preach this until I finish. When Jesus shows up, miracle happen. Number one, he shall meet your little needs, your medium needs, your big needs, and your mountain needs. Every need. Two, when Jesus shows up, he can calm the storms of your life. You just clothe in yourself the Lord Jesus and speak to the storm and thank Jesus for his miracle. Amen? Praise the Lord. How many people believe that Jesus still can do that in your life? You can stand in faith? So we learn Jesus can meet your need. Jesus can calm your storm. Next Sunday, we're going to learn more what Jesus can do for you. Amen? How many people believe in the power, the grace, and the anointing of Jesus Christ in your life? How many people believe you have victory no matter what? Amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. If anyone in this room 
has a storm or sickness or anything you need, could you please stand up and we're going to believe Jesus together with you? Could you stand up? If you have a storm, you have something in your life, maybe sickness, something that you need His help, stand up. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hui Yong, could you come to the front? Pastor Da will lay hand on you. You come to the front. She needs healing. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Pastor Da lay hand on Yes. Hallelujah. Father, the same Jesus we read in the Bible, still alive today. He was raised from the dead. And he is at right hand of your throne, Lord. Lord Jesus, we believe you can calm the storm of our life. You can heal any sickness and disease. There's nothing is impossible with you. You can meet our needs in every way, Lord. Lord, we declare right now that you shall move your mighty hand. You open heaven and touch the life of your people here and you meet their needs you perform miracles you remove the mountains from their life you heal the sickness that bothered them right now we command in the name of Jesus the mountain have to be removed the storm has to stop the need shall be met the great things will happen Miracle shall come because of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. We thank you so much, Lord. We declare and believe that the breakthroughs will come. Jesus, you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. We thank you, Lord, and we're going to see, we're going to hear the testimony again and again in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, you can be seated. Hallelujah. Let me say one more thing before we close. Lately, I listened to a lot of testimony from other churches. And thank God, all this miracle that happened to people did not come from one man show. You know, in the 70s, 80s, a lot of one man show on the stage, you know, lay hands on people, and people get healed. But now, God is moving in a different way. It's not about pass aloud. God just touched people in the church and heard the testimony of people who had 17 sicknesses that incurable, completely healed in one year. Everything gone. A man who practiced homosexual and lived with another man gave his life to Jesus. The Holy Spirit touched him. And in one day, he said, I think I need to stop this. So he called his partner and said, I'm leaving the home. I'm going to get out of here. I don't want to practice homosexuality anymore. And he was set free from homosexuality. Another man, young man, 15 years old, drink, addicted to alcohol and smoking, and very short-tempered. God touched him and he got set free from those things. And he became a new man within one week. The same Jesus. Another man, he said that he is a musician, he plays guitar. So he makes money by making music. And one Sunday, 
Somebody want to hire him to play music on Sunday, making a lot of money on Sunday because of uh, not working day. And then God spoke to him, "No, you go to church. Don't go to play. Just call to say no." So he obeyed God. He called to say no, and he got another phone call. Another job come in not on Sunday, so he can go to church. And that job pay equal to Sunday. But not only that, he told the first employer who want to hire him on Sunday, "You know, I cannot come to play for you on this Sunday because I am a Christian. I need to go to church." You know what that boss say? That uh, that man who want to hire him to play music. Oh, really? My girlfriend is a Christian. I think I can go to church with you. I want to be a Christian too. Wow! Not only he get paid and he can glorify God, but that man want to come to church and get saved. Miracles! Our God is a God of miracles. Wonderful. After I listened to all this testimony, I was thinking, I need to change the playlist of this testimony called "Listening and Watching the Good News" instead of just testimony. Changing, listening and watching the good news. All this good news all over the world. I want to encourage member of New Hope if you have the testimony of what God did for you, please let us know. We want to record video. Clip and put in the YouTube, so that people all over the world can listen to the good news in Mandarin, in Mexican, in uh, Spanish, in English, in Thai, in Korean, in Japanese. Share with people even five ten, five minutes testimony, two minutes. God heal me from cold or something. We should do that in New Hope more. Amen. Hallelujah. And I have another good news for you today. Very good news. How many people like to eat Thai food? Raise your hand up. If you don't raise hand, you don't get one. If you don't raise hand, you don't get one. How many people like to eat Thai food? Raise your hand up. Okay. Today, the Golden Bowl Thai restaurant want to bless all of you. They are in Kenmore. They're in Kenmore. The owner named Kun Chao. Want to give lunch box to all of you? One box a person. If you don't have enough, you can come and get from me. I have two box in the room. I am happy to sacrifice for you. So we please sit there. We're gonna start to give the lunch box to all of you now. Please come. Thank you, Kun Chao, for your generosity. You know what happened in our church. Because of the pandemic, the, all the restaurant cannot have walk-in. But even with takeout food, they still sell, and they can still make good money by the grace of God. God, Jesus, has met all of their needs in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at two zero six two seven five one zero four two. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.
Lord.